How to Tell Stories to Children is a bi-weekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling. I am Silke Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children. Our goal is to foster diverse storytelling by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within. Hello, children. It's so good to see you again. Today we can't go up the mountain because I know that Randolph, the root gnome, is cleaning out the mountain cave. And I know that Naughtyfoot the squirrel is watching over Mama Bonita's birdies. But I heard there's a story in the village. Perhaps we need to go and visit the baker. Let's go and see. Oh, look, over there is old Mother Hubbard. She's working in her garden. I wonder if she already has gone to the butcher to fetch the bone for her dog. Let's keep going. Hello, old Mother Hubbard. Oh, there, look, Humpty Dumpty is sitting again on the wall, right next to the chicken coop. Mm, I hope he doesn't fall off. Hello, Humpty Dumpty. Let's keep going. Oh, and who is that near the well over there, right in the center of the village? Oh, it's Jack and Jill, and they have a pail with them. Wonder if they're filling it up with water. Oh, hi. Let's keep going. I see the bakeries over there, and the bakery has a sign. It says, we are sorry, we are closed today. Ran out of flour. Oh, that's not good. Well, we could maybe ring the doorbell and see if the baker answers, and perhaps he'll tell us why he ran out of flour. Hello? Well, how can I help you? I have no bread for sale today. I ran out of flour. Yeah, we know. We are the story children, and we wanted to know why you ran out of flour. And perhaps you have a story you could tell us today. Well, since I don't have to bake bread, you could come in and sit with me and I'll tell you the story about my grandfather and the Mouse King. Oh, we would love to hear the story about your grandfather and the Mouse King. And why didn't you have any flour to bake bread today? Well, I think it has something to do with that old story. So let me first tell you the story, and perhaps then you could help me with something in turn. Oh, we'd love to do that. All right, well, my name is Baker Lou, and I have been baking bread for now about 30 years. But before I became a baker, I was a little child just like you. And I grew up in a bakery because my father was a baker. And I would always have to help him. Early in the morning we would get up and everyone was still sleeping. And I had to always get the flour from the sacks and measure it and put it into his bowls so he could make enough bread for the day. My father did the same thing for his dad because my grandfather was a baker too. So you see, it has become a family tradition. I'm the third generation baker in my family. 
Now it so happened that Grandfather, when he first started to open a bakery, he was very poor. He only had a little handful of grain. And if you know about baking and flour and grain and bread, you know that a little handful of grain doesn't go very far. But Grandfather was very determined to open a bakery, so he thought to himself, if I only have a handful of grain, grain that I have grown myself, grain that I have watered, grain that I have harvested and threshed, I shall bake a special loaf that will bring me enough wealth that I can open a bakery. So my grandfather, he was a very, very determined man, and he took his golden grain, which I believe was wheat, and he ground it with a stone because he was so poor he couldn't even afford to buy a mill to grind his grain with. So he just took two stones and ground it into flour. And then he waited until it rained, and he collected a little handful of rainwater. And then he made himself a tiny little loaf of bread. And while he made it, he was so joyful about the thought of being able to buy a whole bakery from just one little loaf of bread that one of his tears dropped onto the bread dough, which was good because he had forgotten to put in the salt. And you do not want to forget the salt when you bake bread because it won't taste very good, as you know. So he made a tiny little loaf of bread. And because he was so poor that he didn't even have a stove, he had to place it on a stone in the sun and had the sun bake his bread. That's hard to believe, isn't it, children? Well, the sun did bake his bread because the sun looked very favorable upon him. He was so good to Mother Earth that he would sing songs to her. He was so grateful for the water that he would always sing and dance when it would rain and he would go to the streams and sing to the streams. He had a joyful heart, even though both his mother and father had died and he was an orphan. He was very determined, as I told you, to open his own bakery one day. So after his little tiny loaf of bread was baked by the sun, he took it and he wrapped the little cloth around it that he had found along the way. And he thought to himself, who should I give this little loaf of bread to who in turn could help me out? All of a sudden, there was a little mouse that came from underneath a stone and said, Bring it to the Mouse King, bring it to the Mouse King. His daughter has a wedding feast and he would like to have some special things to eat. Bring it to the Mouse King. Mm, the Mouse King, that's a good idea, my grandfather thought. And he asked, which way shall I go to find my way to the Mouse King? Right through the hole, come follow me. Well, Grandpa looked at the little mouse hole and he thought to himself, well, I don't fit into that mouse hole. Don't worry, just take your bread and follow me. All right, if you say so, Grandpa said. And so he put one foot in the mouse hole and he shrunk into a tiny little being, no bigger than a mouse himself, carrying his little loaf of bread wrapped in a cloth. 
He followed the mouse through the tunnels, up and down and right and left. And he thought, I hope I find myself back out again. I'm in darkness underneath the earth and it's cold and wet and I'm not even warm enough. And he kept following despite all of it. All of a sudden, the tunnel opened into a grand hall. A hall that was illuminated by beautiful candle chandeliers. Oh my goodness, crystals all around. That Mouse King has a mighty fancy castle, he thought to himself. I wonder, perhaps he can help me out so I can start my own bakery. Well, the little mouse servant brought Grandpa before the Mouse King. The Mouse King said, I hear you have something special to offer for my daughter's wedding. I need some special food. Tell me what is special about your food. Well, said Grandpa, I baked a little loaf of bread and I did grow the grain myself. And I collected the water from the rain. But, Your Majesty, I believe I forgot to put the salt inside the bread. Well, well, said the Mouse King. Let me see your little loaf of bread. And then he took the loaf of bread from Grandpa, who was not much taller than a mouse right now, and the Mouse King gave it a nibble. But because the tear had fallen onto the bread, the outside of the bread was nice and salty, and the Mouse King tasted it and he said, Oh, it tastes like it was baked by the sun. There are few who know how to do that. And it is salty indeed. I don't know, perhaps a tear dropped on this bread. It did indeed, maybe, because I was so joyful. Well, tell me, what made you so joyful that you cried a tear over this bread? Well, said Grandpa, I was so joyful because I was thinking that if this little loaf would bring me enough gold to buy my own bakery... Then I could bake bread for the rest of my life and teach it to my children and their children thereafter. Well, said the Mouse King, you are a wise little fellow. Tell me about your mother and father. Did they teach you? No, they could not teach me. I was born and then they died and I had to teach myself. Well, I take it that the sun fairies and the water fairies have all been watching out for you and even the fairies of the earth. Otherwise you would not have learned how to bake such fine bread. It seems like you have the blessing from the land and the blessing from the water and the blessing from the sun. Well, you shall have also the blessing from the mouse king. I will send you a whole sack of gold along as you return and this little loaf of bread shall be offered as a blessing bread at my daughter's wedding feast. And just remember to always give thanks. Every time you bake your bread, you receive your flour, give thanks to the earth. Don't ever forget to give thanks to the water. And don't ever forget to give thanks to the sun. And if you do ever forget, I will send some of my mouse servants to give you a message that will remind you. And even if your children one day forget, I will still have messengers that will remember to bring the message to you. And even if your grandchildren forget, I will send a messenger. Grandpa was very, very touched. 
And he said, thank you, thank you, your majesty. I'm so grateful and thank you for sending me reminders if I ever shall forget. I will do so, said the mouse king. He turned towards his servant and he said, you can take him back up to the earth unless you would like to stay for the wedding feast. Oh, I would like to stay for the wedding feast, said grandpa. And so he stayed. Now remember, he was still very, very young. He hadn't been a grandpa yet. But he stayed at a wedding feast and you would not believe it who he met at the wedding feast. There was a fairy that lived in the mouse kingdom and her name was Sally. And Sally, when she saw Grandpa, she and him, they right away fell in love. And she fell in love because he, she loved eating bread. And so they danced together all night long at the wedding feast of the Mouse King's daughter. When Grandpa was ready to depart, he asked Sally, Would you like to come with me back up to the earth and open a bakery with me? The Mouse King said he would give me enough money. Well, said the fairy, I will ask the Mouse King and perhaps he can turn me into a human being and then you and I could marry and have children. Wouldn't that be lovely? Oh, that would be very lovely, said my grandfather, who was still a very young man. And so Sally went to the Mouse King, and the Mouse King was happy, for Sally wanted to go back up to the earth after she had stayed with the Mouse King for a while. And he gave his blessings and told her that she could go, and once they would touch the earth above the ground, they would both be in human form, and they could start a bakery and have children and could bake bread from there on throughout their whole life and teach their children and their grandchildren. But never forget to give thanks to the earth and thanks to the rain and thanks to the sun. Teach your children well. And so it happened that Grandpa and Sally came back upon the earth, and the mouse servants had with them several little sacks filled with gold, which was enough to buy a whole bakery. So Grandpa had taken the gold and Sally the fairy, who had now turned into a human, they decided to go and buy the bakery and marry and bake bread for all the human beings. And every morning Grandpa would go out and say thank you to the earth and offer a few kernels of grain. And he would go to the water, to the little stream nearby, and he would say, Thank you, dear water, without you I can't make my bread. And he would go to the sun, and he would say, Dear sun, thank you for your golden light. Every time I make a fire, I will remember that you will be inside my bread. And he also thanked for the yeast and for the salt. And so every day he baked, and he baked. And his bread was so good that before you knew it, Grandpa became a rich man. And as he goes, he taught his children. This was my father. And he baked and baked. And he also still remembered to give thanks to the earth and give thanks to the sun and give thanks to the water and to the salt and to the yeast. And yet, dear children, I have to admit Sometimes I forget, and I have been thinking maybe it's not that important, and I've been busy baking instead of giving thanks. 
So today, when I came into my storeroom and I found all my sacks half empty with mouse holes in the bottom, I knew that the mouse king had sent a messenger. And I feel rather ashamed that I have forgotten to give thanks. But I know it's a reminder and we can make right by giving thanks together. Come with me. Let's go out and say thank you to the earth. Thank you, earth, for growing the grain. We have a bowl of flour that will scatter here. Oh, yes, let's scatter it in a heart shape. So the earth knows we love her so much. And let's go over to the water. Thank you, water, for giving us what we need to bake the bread. And look, the sun is coming up behind the mountain. Thank you, sun. Thank you, sun. Oh, and I can feel the tears running down my cheeks and the salt. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, salt. Because without salt, my bread wouldn't be good. And thank you for the yeast. Oh, goodness, children. Come, can you help me fix the sacks? And perhaps on each sack, we're going to stitch a heart to fix the hole, to remember our love and gratitude for the flour that makes our bread. All right, here, 10 sacks that need stitching. All right, one heart, stitch, stitch, stitch. Another heart, stitch, stitch, stitch. Another heart, stitch, stitch, stitch. Oh, oh, and now I feel like I should bake a tiny loaf for the Mouse King and say, I'm sorry that I forgot to bless the bread. And so the baker made a note that said, I'm sorry, Mouse King, that I forgot to give thanks. Oh, dear children, what shall I do? We have a special blessing we could share with you, dear baker, and then maybe we could speak it and we speak it at home and you can speak it too and we will help you that you won't forget. That is good because I don't have children on my own and I would like to teach you some of my skills. Perhaps you could come once in a while and be my helpers. Oh, we would love to do that. Well, what do you have to say? Well, we know something. This is how it goes. The silver rain, the shining sun, the fields where scarlet poppies run, and all the ripples of the wheat are in the bread that we do eat. So when we sit for every meal and say a grace, we always feel the silver rain, the shining sun, the fields where scarlet poppies run. Oh, that's a good verse. I thank you, children. If you could teach that to me, that would be wonderful. Sometimes it's good to have a little verse or something that's easy to recite. And I think we'll go to the farmer and see he has more grain for us. And then we'll go to the miller and grind it. And tomorrow the bakery can open again. Would you like to help me? Oh, yes, we would love to help you. So let's go over to the farmer. Uh, down the road and along the fence line. I see Humpty Dumpty still sitting on the wall. <laughs> oh, hello, farmer. Baker Lou said to the farmer that he needed some flour. And, of course, they need a lot of help loading all those sacks on the wagon. But once it was done, off we went to the miller. 
Oh, dear Miller, thank you, thank you for grinding our grain. Oh, I can't grind today. I don't feel so well. Well, can we grind it? We can help. We are strong. Yes, you can. Just be careful and always grind with the way the sun turns round and round and round. We will do so. All right, Baker Lou, I think you'll have enough flour to bake again. I do, and I always will, as long as I don't forget to say my special blessing and give thanks. Thanks for reminding me, story children. I'm glad you came today. Tomorrow you can come back. I'll have a little tiny loaf for each one of you. And perhaps you can make a wish with your bread. Perhaps you will find a mouse, like my grandpa. And maybe that mouse will take you to the Mouse King. But I can't promise that. Well, thanks for coming. Goodbye now. Make sure you close the door when you go out. Right, children, let's go back. Oh, there's Jack and Jill. Seems like they're walking up the hill. Oh, Humpty Dumpty just fell. Did you see that? Oh, no. And there is old Mother Hubbard's dog. It seems he's been running away with his bone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, let's go home. I'll see you next week, all right? The circle is round. It has no end. And that's why my stories will never end. Goodbye, children. Thanks for listening to How to Tell Stories to Children, a bi-weekly podcast from the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children, now in 19 languages. Our goal is to help parents, teachers, and grandparents connect heart-to-heart with kids. You can find this podcast as well as upcoming webinars, events, our blog, stories, and more at howtotellstoriestochildren.com and on our Facebook page. You will also find the entirety of Season 1, which gives more background and perspective on a variety of storytelling topics. You can also submit questions and ideas. we like to hear from you. If you value this podcast, we invite you to consider making a contribution to keep it alive. The proliferation of free podcasts, articles, and resources on the web makes it easy to forget that real people are behind the work. It means a lot to us when you take the time to rate and review our book, this podcast, or share it with a friend. And if you're able, your financial gifts at patreon.com slash how to tell stories to children make it possible for us to continue calling out the storytelling voice in other parents, teachers, and grandparents. Together, we can spread the intimacy and joy of storytelling one family at a time. 